Oh, oh, oh it's, it's, it's some day or other. It's, it's Friday the 19th or something, February. Friday the 19th of February, 2016. And it's the Grouchy Club, and she's very grouchy. She's Copstick, I'm John Fleming. Well, it was all going fine until you came in. Well, I, I just looked up the Swahili Dictionary, which, of course, every, every comedy critic has on their desk to find out that the, the Swahili word for chips is chipsy. It's as bad as Welsh. Because they don't have a proper Swahili word for it because chips didn't exist in Swahili-speaking Africa before the British came. And therefore, there's no, the, the language doesn't necessarily evolve with Swahili-Swahili words. It just takes in English words. Like the French have le golf and le weekend and le telephoto. They're not allowed to say that, though, are they, the French? Yes, they are. Of course they are. I thought, I thought there was some... Well, there was, there was a movement at one point for the purification of the French language, but it didn't really... The purification... John, I'm on six tramadol now. Don't mess with me, oh please. Oh, God, it's bad enough she comes from Paisley in Glasgow, but she's on drugs now. Six, doesn't that put you to sleep? No, not me. What does it do? It takes away most of the pain that I'm in. Oh. And then you come back and bring pain with you. <laughs> so Psychological pain. See, it was only physical pain before you turned up. Now, not only am I battling physical pain with the help of tramadol... But I now have psychological and emotional pain, thanks to you, and I don't have the necessary drugs to deal with that. Necessary drugs would be Jägermeister and, and I don't know. Simple logic. Absolutely. That would do me, do me surely. I, mean, I, I ramble Don't on. call me Shirley. Hey, hey. Right, now you had something purporting to be a list. I've got a list there. We, we, we won't explain what it is. But no, can I mess up your list like you always messed up my list? You never had... You no, know, I never mess up your list. What? I always have... Oh, that. my God, your memory has gone completely. The two weeks, two Grouchy Club podcasts we've done where I've brought to the table rather good... In, in fact, in the, the, the first one wasn't much a list as a perfectly formed uh, question which had flooded in, the email that flooded in with a question about genre of comedy, and you just titted about, or tat about, or whatever the Twice. past tense of titting is. It was three. What? Three weeks. Well, three weeks ago. You see, time flies when you're not enjoying yourself. Uh, so then you said, we didn't, couldn't do that, and then I, I distinctly remember coming to the table with rather a good list. Uh, it was a Catholic selection of interesting topics, and you just... You just Titted about again, well, or tat. I wanted to go to the Starbucks. If anyone knows what the past tense of titting is, please let us know. I wanted to Because I do like to be grammatically correct. I wanted to go to the Starbucks. You wanted to go to the other side. The what? The, the list. I wanted to go to the Starbucks. Oh, God, here we go again. I think I'm good. I'm just, I'd, I'd be as well trying to do a podcast with the bloody Chuckle Brothers. Well, you're not as well, are you? You're taking Tramadol all the time. Yeah, but I'm fine now with the Tramadol, as long as you don't. Tit about. Twat. I prefer twat. It's an insult to the female genitalia to call you a twat. Oh. Aha! Feminist moment there. But deep down I'm a pussy, aren't I? Oh, God. Right, moving on, moving on. Get to the list. First, first on the list was the counting house, because uh, yes. the, the, the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards have been at the counting house for the last, I, th- I, th- I think it's 2008, so about the last seven or eight years. Uh, and the Grouchy Club has been there since it started, about two years ago. It was born uh, there. It was born there. Uh, uh, and uh, well, the, the Malcolm Hardy Awards are a perfect place for it. They were in, uh, Malcolm Hardy Awards in the ballroom, wonderful size. Uh, the Grouchy Club in the lounge, wonderful size. Wonderful size. Uh, and then we discovered earlier this week that the, the whole system is under threat. The Malcolm Hardy Awards are under threat. It's a, it's a nightmare. The encroaching, the, the grasping, money-making tentacles of the paying fringe 
are, are sneaking themselves around the erstwhile <laughs> jewel in the crown of the Free Fringe. In the, the, the Free Festival. Sorry. Free Festival, <laughs> then. OK. Free uh, Festival. Uh, 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 so, uh, so, in fact, what, what's happened is that apparently, apparently, the counting house has been made a, an offer by a pay venue. Uh, that they My should... money is on just the tonic. Well, that's, uh, yes, well, we don't You're smirking. Anything. Does that mean it is just the tonic? No, no, I was spluttering. I wasn't smirking. No, I, no I, you were smirking. No, no, I was, I was saying... I know people can't see it, but I can see it. You were smirking. I was thinking, is this demeaning anyone if it's not true? And are we going to end up in court? Don't be ridiculous. Anyway, some pay venue... But the underbelly... Won't, it won't be the underbelly because they are now at the level where they need a new venue. They build one or blow it up or let, whatever. Let's explain the basis. The, the basis is that there's a pay venue has made an offer to the owner, the owner of the counting house, saying that they would like to take over this, this uh, until now free festival venue. Have you ever thought about being like a primary school teacher or running a home for the bewildered or, or doing like special needs teaching? You're always so anxious to explain things to people. Well, I just assume that a grouchy club listening audience is, is going to be intelligent and will have a, a modicum of knowledge about uh, the comedy world and how it turns. I wouldn't personally have mentioned special needs meeting you on a Friday in the same breath, but I mean, if you bring it up. Anyway, so, so, the, so that was the background, and, and she's now going to go off and on about this, God knows. Anyway. Well, you know, as, as uh, I, I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> until you mentioned it, uh, so it's all your fault, but... Um, you know, maybe the Free Fringe can experience... Free Festival. Free Festival, sorry. The Free Festival can, you see, in my heart, there is only one Free Fringe. Uh, the Free Festival can experience what it's like to have a venue nicked from under you in the same way that uh, Peter Buckley Hill, founder of the Free Fringe and eccentric but fabulous man about town, what has to be uh, said. experienced when, when, uh, when the Free Festival did the very same to him. It has to be said that Idi Amin was slightly eccentric, but it's not a recommendation being eccentric, because people have told me to my face. What, that you're eccentric? Yes. On a scale of one to Peter Buckley Hill, you're quite, but he is, well, a, he is an amazing man. He's the patron saint of free, fringy, festivally, anything-y things. And at his, at his age, he shouldn't have that amount of hair. He's got an, an, an unnecessary amount of hair. It's fabulous, Unnecessary amount of hair. And, and he's a phenomenally good comedian in his own right. Anyway, we're getting off the subject. Here we are. Well, and, and the subject no, is, we're not. Well, then the subject is that uh, it's, it's, yes. a bit, it's a bit off. We could be homeless. No, it's, it's a bit off. We for, could be in the streets. I mean, we, I, obviously I haven't researched this. We could this, be on the Royal Mile, John. I haven't researched this, but obviously... So I don't know what I'm talking about. I think uh, the county house has been a laughing horse venue for maybe 10 years or something. Long time. I mean, it's to yeah. totally built up by a laughing horse at part of the free festival. And someone comes along and decides they want to grab it. I mean, that's, that's outrageous. Especially as last year, when there were problems, obviously, over Cowgate here, which we won't go into. Yes. Um, I mean, it was very nice of everyone, but everyone was, was pulling together on the free side because yes. um, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the Laughing Horse Free Festival and Bob's out, Bob, uh, Slay, Bob Slayer's outfit... Spit and, it out, John, come and, on. And indeed, uh, Just a Tonic, where were very nice and took over uh, or gave homes to, to act who otherwise wouldn't have had acts. So that was all very nice. So the fact that someone, we do not know who, is actually screwing up uh, a venue that's been built up over 10 years mm. is not on. Uh, I mean, you can... It, the, the especially, especially as it screws us. At the ballroom, home to the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards, is a phenomenal venue. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a superb venue. Although we have been, there has been a slight mention of another venue, which I can't pronounce. What's that? The one at the end of Princess. Oh, Street. the Gilly Do, the Gilly 
do. I was, is I was, I was there unbelievable. Once, I was there once for a press conference. Somewhere. I saw Peter Straker there. It's always been kind of Who, who's big Peter name. Oh, John, for God's sake. Did he run Stringfellows? No, no, oh. that's Peter Stringfellow. The clue's oh. in the title, John. This is Straker, the past tense of Stringfellow. Right. No. Right. Right. This is Peter Straker, who is an extremely well-known and much admired and widely loved cabaret artiste. What does he do? Does he take his clothes off? He's a cabaret artiste, Does he take John. his clothes off? He sings, John. But does he take his he clothes off? He sings and doesn't take his clothes off. We could do both. Oh, for God's sake, no, because he's knocking on a bit and it wouldn't be a pretty sight, quite frankly. I think even Peter himself would accept that. So, anyway, uh, I saw his show there. I've seen another couple of... Uh, oh, God, somebody from one of the soaps did uh, did her big, you know, oh, look, I can do cabaret too. Singing. In a shop. And she didn't take her clothes off just before you asked. No, she didn't. She was a mature lady and didn't take anything off. Not even her cardigan, she but must, she sang. She must do sometimes. No. We don't very, wish to know about that, John. That's a private life. And despite smelly. what the tabloid press would have you believe, we have no right to intrude into the private lives of even soap stars while they're taking their clothes off. Now, focus. Uh, the Gilly Do is a be it's just an unbelievable venue. It really, if, if it wasn't for the fact that your socks are so tightly uh, uh, around your ankles, it would knock them off. It's, a, it's just an amazing venue. Lovely. But the only thing is, it is... Uh, down at the West End, beside the hotel that used to be known as the Cali. And yeah. is now... Oh, my dad told me this. It's just unbelievable. It's... Yes. It's the Caledonian Hotel. Yeah. Used to be called the Cali. Everyone knew it as the Cali. It is now the Waldorf Astoria. Well, what's the one up the... Oh, it's a Sheraton up the road, isn't it? The Waldorf Astoria? Correct. Was the it? Waldorf Astoria. Well, I, I, th I think... I, I used to think my parents had their honeymoon in uh, the North British Hotel at the end of uh, uh, North Bridge. But uh, I, I then found out it actually had a honeymoon in the Cali Hotel. Really? So, yes. The whole honeymoon? Well, the whole hotel. You just sat in the hotel for... Yeah, talking. Obviously talking about philosophy and comedy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. And making you? No. That was, that was when did you come along? I, I came along several years later. How long was the honeymoon? Well, they started arguing actually a couple of days later, I think. Have you got older siblings? No. You an only sibling? I could, have a, I could have younger siblings. Do you have younger siblings? No. So you are an only child? I you're could, an only child? I could be a twin. No, you're not a twin. You definitely are. So you're an only child? I'm an only child. What's no wrong with that? wonder you're so monstrous. <laughs> why, 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 why are only children monstrous? They just always are because they, they, they just are. Well, because well, they've never had to share. Well, it's you and your sister. You're both monsters. Oh, but, uh, correct, we are. But then that's a completely different... Uh, no, we, do, we are. We are both monsters. And you got, I, and you agree? got a brother, haven't you? Got a brother who's not a monster. He's lovely. Oh, oh. And another sister who's not a monster. She's lovely. What does the third sister do? Uh, she is the head of um, some one of these uh, huge hospital companies that says it's a charity, but Kills pays people. all its people six figures. Yeah. So I, I fail to understand how it's a charity, but they run hospitals for. Uh, neurological, like brain injuries and whatnot. Do they take people's bollocks off accidentally? Is no, that, they as don't. was in the news because today. they're not even at the, the bollocks end. They go nowhere near the bollocks. Well, I didn't see. I think matter. I've just mentioned head injury, John. Yeah, but this, 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 are your bollocks in your head? I think this bloke was supposed to have something. Are else your off. bollocks in your head? Well, sometimes it's mostly breasts and, and vulvas in my head. Mm. Yes. So someone's 
bowls were taken off accidentally. Well, this was yesterday or the day before. There was about the, was it? A, a bit, I can't remember the phrase, impossible events or something were happening in the NHS. It's quite complicated. An orchidectomy, no, there was like which a, is the technical yeah, term. But it was like a thousand of these things happened last year or something. And one, one of them was uh, a woman was supposed to have a cyst removed and had something like her... her uh, Hysterectomy? No, no, no. She had something like her... her Kidney? No. Lung? No, her, her, her naughty bits or something. She had, it was nothing to do with cysts at all. I mean, it was extra- what do you mean her naughty bits removed? Well, she had something. I can't remember what it was. I wish I hadn't started this now. I wish I hadn't started you, you've it got now. Me off. This man was having something quite simple taken off and he took one of his bollocks off. Admittedly, you can then have children, as, as Simon Munnery found out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he had a bollock off because of uh, uh, cancer and he, he found it was holding him back because he then had three children. Yeah. I thought I'd just share that. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, now who's taking us off the subject? So, so the counting house. Can't even remember. Oh, yes, so, the counting so, house. So we haven't, we haven't got a venue. Uh, so, no, we haven't. Possibly, we might have in the next few days. because uh, Apparently, the, the man who owns the counting house uh, obviously is, is lured by this money. Although, uh, I could be lured by money. Although, you could be lured by money, although, couldn't you? Although someone who has seen the figures says, in fact, he makes more... I don't ask how this works. He makes more money on the free fringe than he would do with a pay venue. How do we know how much he would make with a free paying venue? I don't know, but apparently there are figures... But, uh, but if it's, then it's pure conjecture. It I put it to you, it's pure conjecture. I'd never do a podcast with someone who's trained in law at Glasgow University or wherever it was. Glasgow University, thank you very much. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so we could so be homeless. We could be homeless, uh, although we have had the offer of this, this Gilly Doo, whatever it is. Uh, yes, but the Grouchy Club would be a little lost in the Gilly Doo. No, no, we have to do the Grouchy Club in some... Well, the Grouchy Club can happen anywhere. It can happen <gasps> in, a, in, a, no, I mean, in a small... John, I'm an artist. I have to have the correct <laughs> surroundings. They have to be conducive well, I mean, the, the lounge to the witty repartee. That is the hallmark of the Grouchy Club. I've never noticed. But it also, it has to be a small enough venue that we don't look embarrassed when only three people turn up. And two of them are us. Exactly. Uh, we, 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 the, the lounge of the counting house actually overlooks an open courtyard, which is usually playing raucous music. Which, That's true. So other, other people have terrible trouble. We just build it in, seamlessly build it into seamlessly. Our, our show. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yeah. There's nothing that could put us off. So, in fact, if anyone is out there... But the, but the other thing is, this, whoever this, this person is, person or organisation is who's trying to take My over... My money's the, still on just the tonic. Taking over the counting house, of course, they're going to have your wrath in the, in the Scotsman. They're going to have my wrath online in the blog. Mm. Uh, Janie Godley's going to have a fit. And Janie Godley, who, who was in the, the counting house ballroom for the first year last year and loved it. Loved it. And made a fortune. Made a fortune. And people are going to be hanging from lampposts. Talk about having testicles taken off. Well, she's connected, isn't she? She never, she never fails to remind us she is connected. She is connected. And, uh, and, so maybe, uh, maybe just the mention of Janie the Godley. wrath of Janie, the wrath of Godley. <laughs> the wrath of Godley. Oh, that's hilarious. I must write that down. <laughs> that's the title of our next show, I'm sure. I think that's has, rather good. It has to be wrath. I mean, the Americans pronounce things so much better. I mean, Star Trek, the, the wrath of Khan, doesn't really mean anything. Star Trek, the wrath of Cairn, is actually rather good. Anyway, back to, back to this. The county yeah, so we could be homeless. We could be homeless. Uh, so anyone out there who has a wonderful venue, uh, if, if we are homeless, although we prefer the, the ballroom of the county house. Uh, if, if it's one of the major four venues, which you seem to think it wouldn't be, uh, I, I we might think... be able to blackmail them into giving it to us. Well, I don't, it's not going to be the underbelly, because they can just build something. Uh, it's not going to be assembly, because they're all excited about taking the taking George Sco- uh, the assembly room's George Street back. Now, what's happening there? Because they've got George... Because they were thrown out of the assembly rooms, they went to George Square. Yes. And now that they've, they've got, got the... the assembly rooms back, yes. presumably they don't need George Square anymore. Well, there's not that many venues in... Uh, in the assembly rooms, there's 
there's the, the two big, the two Our ginormous rooms. ones. Oh, of course, assembly rooms has been sm smaller yeah. than it was, wasn't it? Yeah, there's the yeah. two ginormous ones. Yeah. And uh, then the two studios. So, in fact, they could have the George Square and George Street. And they did say there's something about a digital, something about digital media or something. I really, I don't know. So it's something use, use. Something modern. Use, something yeah, modern. Yeah. Anyway, so, that, so it's not them. So it's that leads. So it's not. With, it's not them. I don't see Karen Corrin doing that. I don't see her doing it. And, and, and what I did think about was the, the Pleasance. There was a story about how the dome was going to be reconditioned. Oh, or crikey, yes. Over, over two years, but it wouldn't affect the Pleasance. But if something, something's changed, it would affect the Pleasance. Aha. Uh -huh. And the Pleasance are down about six rooms or something there. They are. And therefore, they might need something. Uh, and it's, but I mean, the, 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 the counting house wouldn't even touch the sites. They'd have to take uh, yeah. they'd have to take over the whole of West Middleton Street. Yeah, I mean they haven't got. Well, don't forget the counting house is three venues in one, isn't it? It's the counting house. Oh, it's got those tiny hell holes. Yeah, there's, there's upstairs three, where people can play at being Anne Frank. No, but also there's three in a row. There's, there's the, the pear, whatever it is, the pear yep. tree, the, the blind port. Yeah, this, this, so they're still very small. They're not 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 big rooms, which is what the Pleasance wants. But yes. Uh, uh, anyway. But no, my money's still on just the tonic. Well, if it is, you're dead meat, Daryl. You're dead. Mm, you've got to be if, careful. But, you know, and you can imagine Just the Tonic would do really well there. They well, would, to be fair. I know... Not if they're slagged off in, in the Scotsman and in my blood. Well, I don't think... I, no, it wouldn't have any effect. I no. don't think... No, no. I, I would slag them off. I'd be upset. No, you wouldn't. But, um, you know, that's business. And, and also the punters don't actually care about... No, uh, I mean, that is business. Yeah. And it's the price of success. Yeah. I mean, we, we've obviously been instrumental in uh, garnering the crowds and plaudits uh, to and for the counting house, which have resulted in a bidding war amongst the bigger venues to get there. Uh, no, no, yeah. It's practically our fault, John. Uh, uh, Hesco says he's interested. If we yeah. weren't so successful, mm. I mean, anything up to six people on an afternoon... Where would the fringe be? Exactly. We, we made exactly. it. We can, we can break it. That's exactly I just, it. I just hope the new director of the fringe knows how important we are. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, uh, and I can't imagine that, uh, to be fair, the counting house makes anything off our shows because nobody seems to drink in the Groucho Club apart from me when I'm in a bad mood. Okay, me usually. Always. All oh, right, me always. Yeah. So in fact, they make quite a lot. Well, all right then. I mean, yes. you you on your own. I mean, you're worth an entire venue, aren't you? Well, you're just worth, about. You're yes. worth a 300 seater. Yeah, I I just get piped in to the the cellars, and it's just me and a very long <laughs> straw and a barrel of a barrel of cooking lager. Piped in, attached to a piper with with a piper. With here we go again. Now there was something else you wanted to discuss, wasn't there? No, Apart I, from our. This was so long ago, I've forgotten. Uh, oh, well, I've seen a couple of previews for Edinburgh. Aha, uh -huh. tell well, me. Well, they weren't really previews. They, Come they, along, spit they, it out. They, Who? They were for Edinburgh shows. Who? No, it's unfair. There, there, were, there were two, two shows, uh, and it was the first time they'd ever actually done the show at all, and neither of them were totally fully scripted. But, I mean, the, the trouble they had was that they, they meandered off the subject. I told both of them for free uh, that what you have to do is, if, 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 if there's a subject in the title, then you just have to, everything has to refer to the subject. They were going on, because they could see a, a good funny line somewhere, mm. meandering off because he saw a good funny line. So, oh, the audience will laugh at that, and that will make me feel good because I'm a performer. But uh, Can't Lu spit Lu it out. Who was it? No, it loses their concentration. Oh, for goodness sake. Uh, well, this is pointless. We're just talking about people that we don't know who it is. Well, of course it's pointless. Have you not listened to any of these podcasts? Mm. Uh, mm. What's the third I've one? I've seen. Uh, what was, was the, the third one? The third one was. Uh, it was some third one, anyway. It was. Um, uh, the, uh, so has anyone taken you up on your kind offer? Only one of, person. And have you? And what about their show? Is it coming along leaps and bounds? I got an email from that person saying how, how useful it had been because they they'd done. Uh, 
uh, another version of the show with my suggestions, and it went really well. Oh, tremendous. I thought so. Uh, oh, the third thing was Will Franken. This Sunday is appearing uh, yes. behind us in the Mama Beashara Emporium. Mama Beashara Emporium. And, and we're only mentioning this because it's too late to get tickets. It's, it's, is it? Is well, it no, booked out? It's not. Are it, you coming along? I am coming along. Excellent. Uh, it, it's mimicry. It's a workshop on mimicry. You did one on mimicry, satire. Mimicry, one on satire. He did one on satire, satire which was, was said there's an echo in this room, I think, isn't there? I'm trying to mimic you. Oh, well, that was dreadful. That was nothing like me. Well, I haven't been to his course yet, have I? No. <laughs> but, uh, so last one was on Saturday, and that seemed to go down tremendously well. Uh, and there was a little bit uh, towards the end. Suck something, John, please. Don't start coughing. I'm irritated enough. How seldom women say that to me. Uh, the, what was going to, yes, the, the, there was a little bit of sort of mimicry and voice work. Uh, at the end of that one. And I, I don't know whether he thought, aha, there's more money in this. So he and the excellent, <coughs> excellent uh, Arlene Double Barreled um, are doing another one, which is on Sunday, starting at one o'clock. But the sole reason we're saying this is to, to uh, ingratiate ourselves to the audience by telling them that, in fact, uh, behind the uh, Mamba Bishara Emporium in, in Shepherd's Bush, there is a performance area. There is. Uh, and people, I believe people are queuing up already to do uh, previews well, of shows. Uh, there's, yes, a couple of people have queued up. In fact, uh, Juliet Burton and Doug Segal oh. had evinced interest in uh, doing some work in progress, which is lovely. I've kind of forgotten when it was, but if they'd like to remind me... <laughs> Uh, I'll put it in the diary. And then... Well, Doug, Doug's a mind reader. He can just tell you... Last year, last year, we did a whole kind of little mini-season of, uh, of Edinburgh previews, and I'm hoping that we'll do the same again. But, exciting stop press. Uh, I've been offered a, a sort of intern who is being sponsored by... I don't know who it is, but uh, this, 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 this sponsor... Yes, this sponsor wants him to do something to do with media, media. And so when we put on uh, this year's season of Edinburgh previews, uh, shows are uh, free to get in, money in the bucket to get out. Um, he is going to do social media publicity, so there'll be, it'll be, yeah, there'll be lots of proper publicity done this time. He'll be promoting it wherever, whenever, however uh, he can, and it'll all be much more organised. And is he going up to the fringe as well? I have absolutely no idea. Well, that's a very nice... As it's a sponsor, they want publicity. Who's his sponsor? I have absolutely no idea. You're being I mean, it's an individual, no, no, it's an individual person. It's like great expectations. It's an individual person who is offering to give us this intern. I know no more about it. I think it's Magwitch. The I was, uh, was, I was informed before. of this uh, through a friend, and it seems... Because if somebody's just there doing media stuff, uh, I, I, frankly, get too irritated by uh, Facebook and Twitter. I mean, now that Stephen Fry has left Twitter, uh, what the fuck? Bag lady. This is a you bag know, lady reference. We, now we're not allowed to say anything anywhere, even to our friends, because the woman was a friend of Stephen Fry. Now, now, people in New Zealand listening to this won't know what we're talking about. At the, oh, at the BAFTAs, at the BAFTAs. Nobody's in New Zealand listening to this. Well, there are Most of the people in New Zealand are sheep, John. That's a bit they don't harsh. listen to podcasts. Well, well, my brother lives there. Well, if we can get one person to listen, if they're sheep, they're He's morphing listen. into a sheep. He listen. used to have straight hair. It's now going very, very curly and slightly oily. That would have been funny if you'd heard it. It's, it's a reference to sheep. It's because you were talking over it, John. No, no, you were talking over me. We just haven't me. rehearsed this. You were talking over me. Rehearse. No, you were talking over me. No. Anyway, what were you saying? I don't know, I wasn't listening. I missed it. Uh, 
So yes, we, we, this person, uh, who I think is male, I believe is male, uh, although you're probably not allowed to say that either, identifies as a cis male, um, is go going to be doing all the proper social media bits and bobs. So if you do want to do an Edinburgh preview, um, or double up with somebody and do, uh, you know, like a two-hour Edinburgh preview, then <coughs> you will actually get some proper publicity behind you rather than just turning up and hoping that your friends will come and support you, because they probably won't, because people in comedy don't have any real friends. Oh, oh. Do you have any real friends? I have four friends, none of them in comedy. Really? I do. Don't oh. think I do. I'll introduce you to them. It's, would I like it costs. Them? Would I like them? Yeah, but it costs a lot of money. I mean, really? They, they charge, obviously. Of, ah, that kind of friend. Mm -hmm. That kind of friend. Um, so, anything, any uh, gossip? Of course not. I know no gossip. You know all the gossip. I don't know any gossip. I'm stuck in here trying to save the world. This is in Mama Biashara Emporium, which is a, a charity shop, and everyone should come in, in Shepherd's Bush. I have to say you that... Exactly, um, you don't. Uh, I do have to say that uh, I actually have a meeting um, mm. on, the, on Tuesday next week with the head of comedy for BBC Radio. Oh, and is that a new one? I am not very new. Oh, right. I am rather thrilled uh, to see the, the raft of comedy that she's... She, her first commission, mm. you know, mm. lot of commissions, mm. has uh, been announced. And they're fantastic. Name the woman. Well, uh, her name is uh, Seanad William. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Sam Simmons has got... There's just... It's wonderful, it's left field, it's interesting, it's intelligent stuff that I would, that I will, I'm sure, love to listen to. Now, why can't telly do that? Uh, because telly is much more expensive and the, the risk is, is greater of you getting sacked, I suspect. Hmm. Well, one, one getting sacked. But they're, you know, they're all people who are kind of bubbling under, hmm. uh, you know, not huge names. I mean, it, it still is the case, isn't it, that a lot of radio things do turn into TV things. I mean, Not so much. I mean, little, well, I suppose Little Britain was years ago, wasn't it? But, yeah, uh, I mean, that was, a, that was at that time, yeah, because of Little Britain, the Mary Whitehouse experience. Hmm. But less and less and less, I'm delighted to say, uh, is radio seen as a kind of testing, a, a cheap pilot for a telly. But you know, I listen... That's fair enough, isn't it? I listen to, uh, what, use radio as a cheap yeah, pilot for yeah. telly? No. No, because what is brilliant on radio and what is brilliant on telly are different things. Yeah, but Little Britain, the TV series, wouldn't possibly work on radio because it's very visual, isn't it? Well, a lot of it's very visual. But they... No, it did work on radio. No, no, that's what I mean, though. I mean, it, it, did, it did... Because it, it, when it came to television, it changed its nature, but it was still much the same product. Hmm... I'm just burbling now. You are just burbling. Do you want to rescue me from this? No, I don't. I want, no. to, I want you to dangle there, I mean, hoist by your own petard. Or what, what, whatever. whatever. No one knows what a petard is, do they? Uh, um, uh, so did you, are you touting some project to this... Uh, I am. Uh, they didn't call you independently. Good, that's, that's wonderful. Good. I am, and, uh, and but I can't not, tell you what it not, is. Not because before time. But between the two of us, we're also touting to Dave. Indeed. Oh, yeah, not, I, not, not the TV channel, the greengrocer down the road. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my ribs, my ribs. No, in fact, the TV channel. So that, we haven't heard back, to be fair. We haven't. We haven't no, heard no, back. No, no. But, um, no, I, I, I listen because I'm a sad old bitch and I have no life and I have no money and when I go home from the shop, 
uh, I watch a little bit of telly and I, I eat something out of the reduced bins at uh, Morrison's. You think I'm joking, I'm not. I can only dream and then, of the reduced bins. And then I uh, go to bed and listen to Radio 4 Extra, mm. you know, the comedy club. And although the people that do the links sometimes drive me insane with their ineptitude and irritating stylings, uh, it's, you know, the, the, the quality of comedy on radio. I mean, I love... I, uh, there's a thing called um, John Finnemore's Souvenir Programme. It's fucking hilarious and totally brilliant. And I don't remember hearing it uh, when it was, came out originally. So it's just... I, I think it's unmissable. And, you know, people like uh, Laura Solon, she, you know, once she won the... Perrier. Perrier. The last Perrier, didn't the she? The last Perrier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I normally loathe that kind of, oh, look, I'm a girl and I can do lots of voices. It's brilliant the no, way she does it. I thought that when I saw her in Edinburgh when she won the Perrier, because I, I yeah. hate that sort of thing as well, and she yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. just the quality. Mm. And mm. unlike most... I mean, it's a bit like Adam Riches. He, he, he kept bringing back those same characters. He's like, oh, great, it's him. Uh, Laura Solon has lots of regular characters, and they're brilliant. You know, they've got... Um, I mean, I know it did go to telly. Goodness gracious me, went to telly, didn't it? Oh, it was brilliant on radio. Brilliant. Just quality laughs. Mm. And the things like the harpoon, all these wonderful, quirky, offbeat... Uh, I mean, I was listening last night to something that went to telly and died on telly, which was Miles Jupp's In and Out of the Kitchen. Was that on which TV? Which was tremendous. It did, I think, one season. Well, Miles Jupp's wonderful. On TV, and uh, I saw the very <coughs> first... Oh, he, he came through the Stands Comedy Academy. I know, no, don't choke on your worthers, John. But uh, I went to the showcase of, I'm going to see it, the Stands Comedy Academy, and Miles Jupp was... You know, one of the people yeah. from the Stands Comedy Academy. And he was, it was like he was fully formed. Yeah. You know, exa- yeah. just brilliant and, yeah. and uh, phenomenal material. You know, yeah. he'd write, he did a, a, a line that he continued to do for a long time. And it's, it's quite, quite brilliant. You know, he did that thing, obviously playing on being posh in Edinburgh. And he said, uh, a very unfortunate occurrence the previous night, uh, he was uh, at an ATM. And this chap came up and said, uh, I want all your money. Uh, oh, no, he said, give me your money. And Miles said, what all of it? Most of it's tied up in land. <laughs> and you think, just glorious. And, uh, you know, he's, he's... I don't know if you saw his last show, which was the one about... It was a storytelling show uh, about cricketing. And I hate cricket, but it was... Brilliant. He is a joy, and I'm loving him, loving his work on the news quiz. I'm, uh, I'll, I'm, I, I'm very fond of Sandy Chocksvig. I'm not missing her at all, because Miles is tremendous. Um, although I am missing him on Newsjack. I've never heard Newsjack. Uh, Newsjack is... It, I know, yeah. Oh, sorry, but it uh, No, well, it, 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 it's quite good, but I don't think Nish Kumar is as good as Miles Jack was. But he's OK in his own way. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, we, we, we never have talked, and we should talk, because we're talking about now, about television programmes, because they're now repeating old series. Oh, God, they're, it's they're, a nightmare. They're going to remake... It's like an abomination. Like about eight series. It's an abomination. One-offs of old series. An all-star cast <laughs> version yeah. of Are You Being Served? I mean, it's, they're on Heidi. I read a review of the Dad's Army movie, which I've not seen, yeah. and, and it sounded... It made sense, this review, because what it said was, they've got wonderful actors in there, yep. and they've got wonderful actors who look like the originals. Yeah. And, but you're not getting the effect of wonderful actors acting because what they're doing is wonderful actors are pretending to be other, yes. other wonderful yes. actors so you get the worst of both worlds. And the other thing is, you know, with this uh, all-star cast nonsense, yeah. uh, it was never an all-star cast. No. Nobody knew who anybody was until they did... And there is something, a quality, that a star, a star I think, yeah. is pitching a bit, but a very well-known person brings to a role, especially a well-known comedy person, yeah. brings to a role that is not necessarily right for that role. Yeah. I mean, Dad's Army, they weren't actually comedians, as far as I remember. No, no, no one was a comedian, I don't think. John LeMessure wasn't a comedian. He was in comedy no. films, but he was an actor. And Captain Manning. And John... And, uh, Arthur Lowe was, a, was Arthur Lowe, a, exactly. a star of Coronation Street. Exactly. And, and Arthur Lowe was bizarre because he, he actually had an established character that everyone loved. And then, what's his name? The, the Spiv chap. He was in St. Tr St. Oh, Trinian's oh, films. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, and uh, I, I, it just makes, it makes my... At one and the same time, my blood run cold and boil. Because it's... Just go and find that. Get some fucking new ideas. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. going over and over and over. Like the, it's like the film industry. Constantly remaking uh, oh, uh, older... Not even very old, but... Oldish films, and now with telly, I read they're bringing. Well, I don't know if they're bringing back, but uh, Michael Crawford is set to reprise oh, yes. yeah. Frank Spencer. Yeah, and why you think? I have well, absolutely. I just. I can't begin to imagine. Well, the only time I ever known it working was with the Lightly Lads, where they did whatever happened. To whatever happened. Lightly, yes. Was about, that was about ten years after the event. Yes. And I, for some reason, that worked. But almost nothing else is going to work. Because, Espe have you seen? Especially if you replace them with, with other actors. Have you seen? I haven't. The sorry, I've just chipped a nail. Um, uh, oh God, Birds of a Feather. No. Oh my golly, golly, golly. Well, which was brought back. Which yeah. was brought back. Yeah. Um, and all three of them, it, it, it's just, well, they've got all three of them being yeah. exactly the same as they were, only wrinklier and yeah. saggier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, possibly because they feel that their, their, you know, their, their abilities have broadened in the acting sense. They've, the, um, one of the, the episodes I saw had not Pauline Quirk and not... Uh, Damien, not Leslie Joseph, the other one. The other one, the blonde one. Um, <laughs> and she uh, went for a cancer scan and tested positive for cancer. So then you've got uh, a, a sitcom, which I never found that funny, come back with everybody much older and is markedly less <laughs> funny. And now, on top of that unfunny, we've got cancer. It's, it's just... The original was that slight... Melancholy, didn't it? Because their husbands Did were in jail, I think. Oh, uh, God. But I can't was, really remember. But it's it, a bad it's, idea. I have no idea why they would bring it back other than total lack of imagination and desperation. Well, well because they can't be criticised. The, the commissioners can't be criticised if they bring back a hit. They, they say, oh, it didn't work for some reason, but it should have worked. Oh. This is like when, when ITV suddenly decided it was going to be a science, not an art, and, and making programmes. They brought in people who understood about market research. Terrible idea. Dreadful. 
terrible market research. And then what's, um, uh, what's, what's the, oh, God. Uh, what? Oh. You're burbling again. No. Have a Werther's. Oh, what's, what's the most famous Is thing? Is it your about, blood sugar? The most famous thing about Hollywood. Oh, nobody knows anything. William Goldman. Nobody yeah. knows anything. However average experienced you are, you don't know anything. It's, a, it's, it's an art. It's not a science at all. Exactly. Because, uh, I mean, if you look at, you know, all of these, probably, you know, Dad's Army, all that, no, none of them were done by numbers. Right. You look at something like Ab Fab. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. pitching that today? Yeah. Also, what's it, was it only Fools and Horses that the first series didn't get ratings? Dad's Army, the, the first series, was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think only Fools and Horses, they didn't get ratings. And then there was an ITV strike. Mm -hmm. and everyone was forced to watch it because they had to watch BBC, they couldn't watch ITV. And then the, people discovered it and found out they loved it. And so one of, you know, the BBC's biggest comedy hit was purely by accident because of an ITV strike. And, I mean, I think a lot of them took... <coughs> at least a series to get going, yeah, and yeah. Um, and nobody really, no one gets behind anything. If you're part of the expression, I'm, I'm Ooh, talking, not not talking sexually here, John, but everybody's so terrified of failing. Yeah, you know they go, we'll try that. Oh, yeah. it's not working. Yeah. Next one, and yeah. and they, they just bring on something else and yeah. slam some unsuitable celeb in it. It's um. That's, that's what ITV did it. It's because people don't want to be blamed, and therefore they, yes. they, they pretend it's a science. And I, I was at ITV when they were doing this. This was coming in, and they had market research people analyse like feature films and tell you how to promote them. Mm. And I remember, I remember getting a note on some film saying, you, you've got to promote Richard Dreyfus. He was very hot at the time after mm. Jaws. Mm. And they hadn't seen the film because Richard Dreyfus was about 18 years old and he appeared for about two seconds saying, ready when you are, or something yes. like that. Uh, and they had, hadn't seen the film, but it looked up good on paper, but it was absolute bollocks. And anyway, I don't know why I said that. Are you going to Syria? Are we allowed to talk about uh, this? I'm, I, well, I, I was, where I was going in Syria with the, the group that I was going with, we were going to Aleppo which has suddenly become the epicentre of... Yeah, they've suddenly become the epicentre of all ghastliness. So the, the, the visit's been delayed. Well, if you went, they'd all flee, wouldn't they? Well, I would like to think so. I would like to think so. But no, I would, you'd need to be there, just on the Turkish side of the border, to witter some nonsense into my ear and uh, get me sufficiently irritated to go over there and frighten people. But uh, we're still sending, we're still taking contributions in the shop and we're sending we've just been um packing up a load of stuff and we've got loads of medical stuff thanks to a couple of lovely ladies uh and we've got little bandages and all of that sort of stuff and a big tarpaulin those things are really useful because the weather's still you know atrocious and this is for aleppo or something this is it will go they will go across the border into uh, into syria but as soon as it calms down a little bit I'll be there because once, if, if it can be stopped, this whole horror, uh, which seems unlikely, but if it ever can be stopped or if it, if, if it moves away or whatever, then that's where my kind of, I hesitate to say expertise, but I will, expertise in starting little businesses out of nothing will come in very handy. Because you're going to be taken to Syria, weren't you, as, yeah. as, as a, an advisor? Yeah, on, yeah. On on starting up little businesses out of nothing. Yeah. So, so uh, instead of uh, Oxfam going with, with squillions... Yeah. I'll be going in with a couple of quid. Yeah. And a following wind, hopefully. But, um, we, as we, I say, it's been delayed until Aleppo uh, calms down. In other news, <laughs> back to the Edinburgh <laughs> Festival <laughs> and back to possibly um, comedy... Surely not. 
Uh, well, I am actually off to Kenya, Kenya, uh, on the, I know, now this is, I'm going to break this to you live on air, John. But the Grouchy Club Live isn't going to happen with you. The Grouchy Club Live isn't going to happen I with me. I have to point out Sandra Smith and Claire Smith, if they get booth coming up to see this. Oh, uh, I just, I, I have to, because uh, one of the volunteers, well, one, one was having terrible trouble, one was in Ghana, uh, I had to be here, and I've, it's been three months, nearly, since I was in Kenya. I've never been away that long. Lord knows what's been happening in my absence. So I'm leaving on the 5th of March. You're leaving on a jet plane? Yes, I am leaving on a jet plane. There is a tradition you sing during these, uh, these podcasts. <sighs> it's, um... How does it go? What? I'm leaving on a jet plane. Oh, all my bags are packed, I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. But the dawn is waiting, it's early morning. Oh, no, the dawn is breaking, it's early morning. Taxi's waiting, he's blowing his horn. Already I'm so lonesome, I could cry. <clears throat> Kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go. Cops tickets available for summer season, unexpectedly free. <laughs>